Hello, I'm Tiffany Parks, and this is A Bittersweet Moment with Katie Sewell. Hello, this is The Bittersweet Life. I'm Katie Sewell, and this is your midweek bittersweet moment. I've been absolutely buried and, frankly, a little intimidated this week as I prepare to interview Paul Thoreau, perhaps one of the best well-known travel writers working today. And I'm interviewing him twice this week, once on stage at Seattle's Town Hall, which, unfortunately, if you didn't already witness that, you've missed it. It was live last night. Even though I'm recording this ahead of time, this is coming out Thursday, and that would have been Wednesday. Hopefully I was ready. Um, And once without the immediate audience sitting in front of us for this very podcast, for you listening. So if you aren't already subscribed, do it now so you don't miss our candid conversation when it airs in November. And I do a lot of interviews, as you regular listeners know, but interviewing is not easy. It might sound like it's easy but it actually takes a ton of practice. And there are a lot of things to learn about it, how to do it right and how you can do it wrong. Since I know that many of you are podcasters or wannabe podcasters, as well as writers or bloggers or any number of things where interviewing is important, I thought that today I would give you some tips on what to do to have a successful interview with someone. Now, this is a mini episode, and I actually teach an entire class on this stuff, so this is just going to scratch the surface. Just let us know if you want more, and I will consider making another episode on the topic, or even a what-not-to-do episode, the most common mistakes people make, mistakes that you hear constantly, probably from me and probably from all of the podcasters that you really like, because... Learning to interview and interview well is an ongoing process, and while you can learn techniques to be better at it, it still is something that takes constant practice. And yes, even the most professional interviewers screw up from time to time. So use these tips, but also don't overthink it. There's always another question coming up. Here are five things to do. There are plenty more, but these are ones to keep in mind. So first of all, research. You cannot do an interview without researching the person that you're going to talk to, the subject that they're talking about, as well as the concepts, facts, and stories that provide background or context to your subject. So I'm talking to Paul Thoreau on stage about his latest book about Mexico. So for that, I'm going to read as much of the book as I can in the time that I have so that I I have somewhere to start, that I'm informed on the topic. And I might additionally do some research into who he is and where he has been, particularly for the insider look I'm hoping to give on this podcast. So research. Secondly, organize your interview. A lot of interviewers sound like they're finding their way blindly through the topic. It is better to have a narrative arc in mind when you're conducting an interview. So if you have 45 minutes on stage with a person or in a studio or at your house with a person, think of that 45 minutes like a story you're conducting. So you need a beginning and a middle and an end, just like a story does. But as the interviewer, you can decide on the structure of that story. It doesn't have to go in one particular way. So you could say, I want to do it chronologically. When did the person become an expat? Why did they become one? And when are they going home? Something like that. Or it could be subject-based. 
Paul Thoreau is writing about Mexico. We're going to focus on Mexico. Where does it make sense to start that story? Where does it make sense to end it? Or it could be a personal story that follows its own narrative arc. Those are just three examples. There are so many examples of how you can organize an interview. But if you think about it as a story structure, where you know what you want to launch off with and you know where you want to leave the listener at the end, then the interview itself seems like it is not just floating all over the place. It feels more grounded. Now, just because you have a narrative structure doesn't mean that it's always going to work. So if your interviewee is not responding to the structure that you have, it's just not working out. You're going to have to adjust in the moment. That's part of what makes interviewing a challenge. Okay, my third tip is listen. You wouldn't think that that would be a thing that you would need <laughs> to be uh, told if you're interviewing somebody. But how often have you been in a conversation with friends and as they're telling their story, you're thinking of the next story that you want to tell? The best interviewers listen. So you keep your narrative arc in mind that you've come up with, but you always are listening to the answers that you're actually getting. And you need to follow the flow of those answers. You need to hear what the person is saying. You need to look for opportunities to go deeper into what they're saying and adjust your arc as you go. So the best interviewers are also not people who just run down a, a list of questions. They may have a plan. They may have a list of questions, but they're listening. They're listening to what is being said. They're listening for what isn't being said. And that's probably the most important part of interviewing. You make a plan, you do your research, but in the moment you have got to be paying attention to what that person is actually telling you. Number four, look for depth. So this is a part of listening as well. If a person that you're interviewing hints at something, go further in on that. So for example, let's imagine that you're interviewing a woman who works on a farm and she says to you, I'm worried about the harvest. Don't just move on to asking her about last year's harvest as a comparison to this year's harvest. There are deep story examples under her word worried. So ask her to illustrate that worry. Follow the hints that they're giving. People often will hint at something deeper, but they won't want to go there unless you ask them more. So don't just move on to the next question if you can. Listen for those little tells and go deeper. This is really hard to do, by the way. So there are plenty of times when I listen back on an interview and I think, oh, that was a spot I totally missed. Because again, interviewing is hard. There's a lot going on in, at one time. You have to be informed. You have to know what you're going to ask. You have to listen. And then you're also trying to listen for these subtle tells where you might be able to get something even more interesting out of the person you were interviewing. My final tip for today, which is by no means the only important tips, is one that I think is especially important for people in podcasting or people who are on TV or people who are on stage with Paul Thoreau. It's extremely important to keep the focus of the interview on the interviewee. Now, an interview is a conversation, but it's not just a conversation with friends over dinner. It's a conversation that's an intentional conversation. As the interviewer, you are in charge. You are directing and you are guiding the interview. Now, you can feel free to share a bit of your own experience in order to reveal your empathy or your interests to help draw out the person that you are interviewing. But remember, the focus is on the interviewee. It is not on you. You are there to find out what their story is, not to tell your own. And if you're most interested in telling your own story, 
the interview seems like it would be a fine place to do it, especially if you are an expert in whatever you're interviewing about. So let's say you were a travel expert and Paul Thoreau is a travel expert. So you would assume I have as much to share as he does. I've studied it as much as he has. This is the danger of the expert interviewer because they often say, well, look at me, look at me. But the interviewer's job is to draw out the person that they are interviewing. So like I said, it's fine to share a little bit about yourself, but you should never make the interview more about you than it is about the person that you're talking to. So that's just a place to start. There's plenty more uh, things that I would add to that. But for now, thanks for joining me. And remember, if you haven't already, subscribe to the show so you don't miss How Things Went with Paul Thoreau. We'll be airing his interview in the next couple weeks. And until next time, this is The Bittersweet Life. I'm Kitty Sewell. Thanks for joining us. Subscribe to the show if you haven't already. And if you love it, leave us a good review. And please tell all your friends about us. Also, if you have an idea for a bittersweet moment, send it to us by email or voice memo. We're at bittersweetlife@mail.com, Or you can just find us at the contact page at thebittersweetlife.net or on all the social medias, just search for The Bittersweet Life.